Welcome to The Veteran Doctor. This podcast is for anyone interested to improving their knowledge on veteran-centric topics. Veterans have dedicated their lives to serving our country, so now it's our turn to serve them as they transition back into their civilian lives. We have discovered that there is a lack of knowledge on the availability of resources and how to properly navigate the systems available to veterans when they transition out of the military service. This podcast's purpose is to help bridge this gap of knowledge and guide veterans to resources that they so deserve. The Veteran Doctor is hosted by Dr. John Heinzelman, who has a master's degree in sports and performance psychology and a doctorate in psychology where he specializes in research. He is also a retired Army Airborne Infantry veteran with 22 years of service. So sit back, relax, and enjoy The Veteran Doctor. Good morning, veterans, family, and friends. Welcome back to the 20th episode of The Veteran Doctor. On this week's episode, we will discuss 11 interesting facts about veterans. We will also have our veteran news, so stick around for some great stuff ahead in our program. A big day for all veterans is a day called Veterans Day. What is Veterans Day? Some people don't even know, believe it or not. So here you go. Veterans Day, also known as Armistice Day, is a federal holiday in the United States observed annually on November 11th to honor military veterans who have served in the United States Armed Forces. It coincides with Armistice Day and Remembrance Day, which celebrates the end of World War I. World War I formerly came to an end on the 11th hour of the 11th day in the 11th month of 1918 when armistice with Germany finally went into effect. Armistice Day was renamed to Veterans Day in 1954. Veterans Day is a distinctly different holiday than Memorial Day, which is celebrated in May. Veterans Day celebrates the services of veterans, while Memorial Day honors those who have died and paid the ultimate sacrifice. Here are 11 interesting facts about veterans. Beyond everything veterans do to keep our nation safe, they have sacrificed long periods of time away from their families and friends. Please remember these facts for upcoming holidays and share them with your friends, family, and everyone who would appreciate this information. Number one, veterans are individuals who have served in the military, US Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force, and Coast Guard in war and peacetime. Number two, as of 2019, 12,987 veterans are still living that have served all over the world in World War II, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. Number three, Veterans Day is observed on November 11th, the same day that World War I ended, initially known as Armistice Day before being renamed Veterans Day in 1954. Number four, Veterans Day pays tribute to all veterans. Memorial Day pays homage to those who have lost their lives in combat. Number five, in 2017, there were about 1.9 million female veterans in the US. Number six, in 2017, the largest living cohort of male veterans served during the Vietnam War era, while the largest living cohort of female veterans served during the post 9-11 period. 
Number seven, as of 2019, the states with the highest veteran populations are California with 1.56 million, Texas with 1.46 million, and Florida with 1.44 million. Number eight, the overall unemployment rate for veterans who served in post 9-11 is 3.5% in 2018, the lowest recorded rate since 2008. Number nine, as of 2019, 11.7 million veterans are over 65, which is about 61% of all veterans. Number 10, veterans make up roughly 11% of the adults experiencing homelessness. And number 11, 70% of the veterans experiencing homelessness also experience substance abuse and 50% live with mental illness like post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. So you're probably wondering why I'm sharing these facts with you. We are all in the business of helping veterans in our local communities. Staying informed and knowledgeable is the best way to help these veterans. This information is just the beginning steps in making us think about what we need to do to help our fellow veterans. So you're probably thinking, what can I do as an individual or as an organization? You can do anything you want. Just the simple act of helping a veteran will help your community overall. Well, I hope this information today has been helpful. Some people call it UBI, useless bits of information, I call it useful bits of information. Just the acronym itself is very useful. Welcome back. We'll move on to the next portion of our program called Veteran News. And the title of this Veteran News is, As Biden Improves Support with Vets, Afghanistan's Plan is a Plus to Some, as reported by Thomas Beaumont. In Elm Grove, Wisconsin, Patrick 
Proctor Brown says the war in Afghanistan was lost within a year of its start. The suburban Milwaukee lawyer, who was an infantry captain in Iraq, said that the trillions of dollars spent and the thousands of lives lost, including a lieutenant he trained with, make it a tragedy. And the Taliban will be back in power in a year, said Brown, 35, who has studied diplomacy at Norwich, a military university in Vermont. Is It's insane. Patrick supports President Joe Biden's decision to withdraw all troops from Afghanistan by September 11th. And by voting for the Democrat, he represents a subtle but potent shift in the voting behavior of some of the military. Voters who served in the military have long leaned toward Republicans, but there are signs that Biden may have cut into an advantage last year. Biden carries several countries with a large military communities, as well as most of the concentrated military uh, congressional district last year. The former uh, President Donald Trump and previous Republican presidential uh, nominees count on for decades. Veteran groups and pollsters attribute Biden's gains to a handful of factors, including increase in females, blacks, Latinos, and college-educated service members, all keys to the Democratic coalition. But strategies also point to the stark contrast in Biden's and Trump's approaches to the military. Biden, a father of an Iraq war, Iraqi war veteran, often closes his speeches with a short prayer to the U.S. troops. Trump, meanwhile, was quick to praise veterans in the public, but also made isomor or isophobic attacks on the parents of a U.S. soldier killed in Iraq, a Gold Star family, and made comments mocking American war dead. The contrast raises the question of whether Democrats pledgingly uh, momentum with war voters is more than a momentum anti-Trump blip. It also heaps pressure on Biden to fulfill policy promises and perfect the political outreach to veterans getting underway. This president has got to end these wars, says John Soltz, a former Army tank captain who formed the Democratic-leaning Vote Veterans in 2006. He's got to fulfill some of these promises. There's a war wariness in the military. Results from our countries last year suggest that Biden has an edge on some military voters unlike his recent predecessors. Among several military lean spots in the national map, Biden said Virginia's 2nd Congressional District, which also contains the most active duty and veteran service members in the country. It includes the world's largest Navy base, Naval Station Fort Norfolk, and his home to more than 110,000 active and retired service members. Trump won the district in 2016, as did Republicans Mitt Romney in 2012 and John McCannon in 2008. Biden also flipped New Hampshire's, New Hampshire's Rockingham County, home of Portsmouth and U.S. Navy's oldest continuous operating shipyard. He also had the first Democratic ever to carry Riley County, Kansas, and the home of Kansas State University, and also Fort Riley Army's base, where his national biodefense research has drawn an educated 
and racially and ethically diverse military workforce. In all the data we saw, Biden was doing better than ve with veterans in active duty than previous Democratic nominees going back decades, says Celinda Lake, one of the Biden's campaign's two, pol two main pollsters. And the campaign was very active in targeting veterans, including talking with some of the, his sons being a veteran in current engagements and that resonated with active military and veterans. Early in the 2020 campaign, aides recognized that former vice president's unique profile as a pro potential commander in chief. Having been to Iraq and Afghanistan a dozen times as vice president, and before that, a longtime member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, he also is the father of an Iraqi war veteran, his late son Bo. He ran commander of chief aides in Iowa because he thought the country needed it, said Greg Schultz, Biden's campaign manager early in 2020 primaries and caucuses. But it was also a sign of to military veterans and families that Biden gets it. The Afghanistan decision is a prior priority to many of the active duty and essentially post 9-11 veterans like Brown, though that others who served there also may think that U.S. is abandoning Afghanistan um, as they work with and feel that the sacrifices for more than 3,500 U.S. troops who died there in vain. The move is a longtime promise of Biden, who advocates it as a vice president, though it has never happened during the eight years of the Obama administration. It is the responsibility of the Afghans to take care of their own security, Biden said during his 2012 vice president debate, pledging that the U.S. would be gone in two years, would have been in this war for over a decade. There's no sign that veterans' view on the war differed dramatically from other Americans. On a July 2012 Pew Research poll found 58% of the veterans said that the war in Afghanistan was not worth fighting, nearly identical to the general public's view in 59%. Boat Vets has taken action and to keep the Biden's momentum slowing. The group has hired Schultz, Biden's former campaign manager, as a result of to help build a veteran voter database to improve outreach. Beyond Trump's in insensitive remarks with some troops and their families, his decision to abruptly withdraw U.S. troops from Syria, which left Kurdish allies unprotected, angered um, some military leaders. It is an extraordinary rebuke after the 2020 election. All 10 living former secretaries of defense cautioned against involving the military in pursuing Trump's false claims of an election fraud, causing any such move dangerous, unlawful, and unconstitutional territory. Likewise, the Trump administration's Pentagon policy barred transgender people from joining the military, while Trump will, was also seen as doing little to distance himself from the far-right racist groups at the time when the military has been become more diverse. Unless Biden runs against Trump in 2024, the Republicans could likely recoup some of the, of the military voters, said Peter Faber, a Duke University professor who former special advisor for President George Bush Secretary, National Secretary Council. From the military's former point of, voter point of view, it is Trumpisms more, more than Republicanisms that are off-putting, Beaver said. The more Trump recedes 
from you, the greater the attention is the problems on the Democratic coalition and national security and defense issues will be. Vote bets. Saltz sees that Afghanistan decision is one of his group can cite as it promotes support for Biden in the years leading to the next presidential election, especially as the administration moves to confront Russia and China, considering more direct threats of the U.S. security. There is an intel conversation at the highest level of the military about to meet in tomorrow's demands and aren't yesterday's. Soltz said in Afghanistan is yesterday. So now we're going to move on to our next portion of our program called Shoutouts. This section is reserved for recognizing new members of our podcast or partners and sponsors who support us in everything we do. We could not continue this podcast without everyone's support, so thank you in advance. Our new members are Hermie Garcia and Daniel Castro Castorina. Sorry for that mispronunciation. So thank you. And we do not have any new partners or sponsors, so please listen to the next portion of our program, which is about our podcast patron and sponsorship program. Do you want to be part of something bigger? Do you want to help veterans? Have you thought about helping the veteran doctor? As you may already know, the focus of The Veteran Doctor is to improve your knowledge on veteran-centric topics. The research and information dissemination process can be daunting with the maintenance of literature, books, websites, blogs, podcast episodes, and other administrative necessities. This ultimately takes time, resources, and marketing to reach and support veterans, as well as their very diverse needs. We are so excited about the process of podcasting and the potential impact it can have on the veteran population to keep going and improve this podcast we would tremendously be grateful to anyone who can support us in our expansion and growth we are looking to enhance this podcast quality and would find it more manageable with a bit of support so if you think you're receiving a few dollars a month worth of entertainment we would greatly appreciate you investing in the veteran doctor we offer different rewards for different pledge obligations so please see what may fit your budget once again we appreciate your support And from all the veterans out there who benefit from this podcast, I'm sure they appreciate your support too. Every program must establish a goal and milestones to determine what is going to be done with the funding. The first goal we're going to reach is a monthly pledge of $500 collectively. The milestones are, number one, help pay for ongoing production costs, hosting fees for websites, blogs, and podcasts. Number two, help purchase rewards for patron supporters. Number three, offset marketing costs for websites, blogs, and podcasts. And number four, help buy new equipment and technology to improve podcast sound and quality. There are different rewards for each monthly donation amounts. The donation amounts range from $1 to $50 a month. The rewards include one or more of the following items listed depending on the level of monthly donation. Some examples of the rewards may consist of number one, a thank you on the show or website. Number two, a thank you email. Number three, early access to new episodes. Number four, show swag, t-shirts, bumper stickers, lapel pins, and a pen. Number five, a patron can read a short message on the show. Number six, call in as a special guest. And number seven, a patron can determine a show topic. So if you think you're receiving a few dollars worth of uh, entertainment, come on down and support The Veteran Doctor.
As veterans, we have a lot of questions when it comes to transitioning out of the military. Or are you already out of the military and having trouble reintegrating? Are you having issues finding veteran resources? Or do you just want to learn more about veterans? Well, the Veterans Resource and Transition Guide may just be the solution for your issues. This book is available on Amazon.com and is in both ebook or paperback. It is a book written to help veterans with research, knowledge, and resources with their transition back into civilian life and beyond. Our society's current problem demonstrates that many veterans, as they transition out of the military, do not have the knowledge, training, or resources to reintegrate back into society properly. They do not know where to go, what to do, and do not even have a sufficient plan to survive. The purpose of this guide is to provide a one-stop and quick reference source of research, knowledge, and resources for veterans to easily reference to give veterans a better understanding of the dynamics of veteran issues, educate veterans on the process of transitioning out of the military, what to do once they get out, develop a plan, and provide resources to help make life a little easier during and after that transitional experience. Additional information has been added for our survivors' benefits for surviving widows and a Military 101 class to help educate the civilian workforce on military culture and lifestyle. The guide's additional intent is to make it a living document by taking input from readers and providers on information and resources, providing an annual update to veterans on the ever-changing and developing process of transitioning and resources. This guide will provide resources of knowledge to veterans, helping guide them through their transitional journey. So grab yourself a copy today and get those resources you so deserve. Do you want to learn more about me? Maybe you uh, want to learn more about my new book or future books. What about our new veteran blog? Do you want to learn more about the veteran doctor? Well, my website may be your solution. My author website is up and is available for viewing at www.johneheinzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. This site will provide you with the latest and greatest information on me, my latest literary works, future works, my veteran blog, and this podcast, Veteran Doctor. A unique feature available on the website is the Veteran Blog. The Veteran Blog provides veterans with the latest up-to-date information on veteran-specific topics that affect everyday life, whether challenging or life-enhancing. The purpose of this site is to keep veterans informed and help improve knowledge quicker and on-demand. Subscriptions are available in monthly, weekly, and unlimited access depending on the veteran's informational requirements. The feature of this site will include special features, video, classes, depending on the subscriber access level. Please check it out and try our seven-day free trial. So as this week's episode comes to a close, we hope you enjoyed the information you gained on The Veteran Doctor. Remember, we welcome feedback on this podcast to help improve our quality and content 
Or if you have any new ideas, please send them to info at johneheintzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. I hope you come back and visit us on our next episode. So until next time, take care, be safe, and enjoy your week. Have a good one.